0: Welcome back to We Are Utah Podcast,
1: where we bring you weekly episodes of the best in the beehive state. Simply put, this is where we live, and this is where you stay connected, Stay connected, because together we, we are, are
0: Utah. Utah. And now your hosts, Jordan Wheeler
2: and Braden Floyd welcome back we've missed you all it's been a long time me and Braden are busting them out so you guys have regular content coming at you all the time Braden was running a little late today (laughs) had a doctor's appointment why don't you tell us about that yeah
0: yeah sorry i'm late man we uh so my wife and i are trying to have our first baby when i think i've talked about in the last podcast and we had to go to reproductive care and they, you know, they do what they do. They say, yeah, the procedure only takes 20 minutes, and then it don't take that long. Tell <laughs> like, the truth what so you think like, about
2: doctors. Oh, dude.
0: I shouldn't say that. They're doing a fantastic job. think they're awesome, but you know how I am about waiting, dude. So now I had to make you guys wait, so I felt bad. I'm like, this is the worst. Because I went in yesterday, or yeah. last week and went in, and I was like, hey, I've got a, an appointment at 10. Are you sure we should schedule it at 9? And they're like, oh, we'll just bump you down to 845 because you'll be 15, 20 minutes. No, it just kept going and going. And anyways... I could go off, but I won't. <laughs> yeah. He drove in his, so, his wife's blacked-out Mazda,
2: so, so he, yeah. at least it was in style yeah. going up. Yeah.
0: so Things are looking good, though. So,
2: Well, good. Right. Why don't you introduce us to our guests? You seem to have a little bit more rapport yeah, yeah. and know them a little bit better. So, Yeah. So
0: today we are interviewing Brandon Bingham and Shane Trimble. Am I saying oh. that right? Trumbull? Trumbull. Sorry. Um, they are with Rooster's Brewing or Rooster's Restaurants or Rooster's B-Street or just good old Rooster's Beer, however you know them. They do, a, they do it all, man. So... Uh, we'll start with Brandon. Uh, Brandon, uh, he's our he's been around at Roosters for 23 years now? Yeah, it'll be 23 years in March. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And you're kind of just the jack of all trades. I feel like every time I call you on the phone, you're doing something different every day and making sure this place is kicking ass, right? Yeah, so. I mean,
1: you know, it's, it's a beer business is fun, but it's also you kind of have to be a Swiss Army knife. And, yeah, some days I'm in a truck, some days I'm on a forklift, some days I'm in idaho having meetings with distributors but so make it makes it fun i'm not doing the exact same thing every day yeah so it's,
2: tell us a story like how you got started with roosters what what you started as and then what it's progressed over Yeah, like
1: what's your title become let's so we'll start let's see 99 all right um, I, back was to a, the 90s. I was a manager of nordstrom ogden i was a manager of uh men's sportswear and um kim kim and pete owners of roosters they're uh Kim's little sister, Susie, went to school with me. Um, And when I was at... Before Nordstrom, I worked for Kim and Susie's mom, Sandy, at Sandy's Fine Foods as a cook. So I've known the family, been close with them. And then when um, Nordstrom's... When Nordstrom's was a manager, um, salesman, for many years, then they announced they were closing the Ogden store. And at that point, I had reached out to um, Nikki Boucher, who was the GM of Ogden at the time, and Kim and said, hey, I'm looking for a job. I really don't... I'm not going to go into retail right away, but I need to make money. So I became a server over at 25th Street um, for about seven eight months, and then I became a bartender and then kind of ran the downstairs bar for a few years um, and then made me a manager. And then I went out to Layton and opened Layton with a um, really cool local guy, Ryan Bowling. Um, we opened up Layton, and then we...
2: What year did you open Leighton? Because oh, that was my first exposure man. to Roosters. Yeah, That's when I that. thought you guys started, but...
1: Leighton's 17 years? I like, high
0: We were s- in high
2: school. Oh, my first year, exposure
0: to Roosters was on 25th. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah.
1: It's, I want to say 17, somewhere around in their years, Leighton. And then worked there for a year, and then they moved me to GM of Ogden. And nice. I was GM for 12 or 13 years there, and then... When this B Street started coming about, um, there was the talk, you know distribution and starting packaging with cans. Yeah. that's what this whole building and everything is all so about. So Layton
2: was before B Street, and you oh yeah, yep, yep, okay. Yep. B Street's and, only and,
1: five and to back years, up a little bit, you know, Kim and Pete also own Union Grill. Yeah, yeah, and that was partners with Kim's um, mom and stepdad at yeah. first, Lyle and Sandy, and um, that place is good. That that evolved to where that is now, and um, that's the, that's the first but so then I started you know I kind of started pre-selling cans going on the road to different distributors hoping that they'd pick us up yeah. in a few states and for when this actually opened and started production um, and then that and now we've been open I don't know almost three it's three years and that's November so when we mm. opened I was the kind of the tap room manager sales manager kind of everything trying to get everything going and now everything's up and running, and I got really busy, so when Shane, um, we'll jump in here in a bit, but yeah, he he took over the tap room for me, and now I'm national sales some days. I'm cool. truck driver some days, and yeah. yeah. forklift. So
2: what, where's the furthest place that you guys ship beer right now? So
1: right now, we are in Utah, Wyoming, and Idaho.
2: Okay. Um,
1: so the furthest place would probably be, I mean, Cheyenne. Yeah. Um, there, we do have a few little pockets Towards northern Idaho, Court d'Alene.
2: So what what's I'm interested in your marketing and how you get to other states. How do you market that it's, and what are you <laughs> what are your goals to try and get bigger?
1: I mean, obviously you're you, you, you need distributors. There's a lot of brands that will try it without distributors, but distributors yeah. are key. You know, I mean, as Braden knows, Brain yeah, worked for the <laughs> yeah. for the distributor that's our backyard, Wasatch distributing. And yep. um, I'm actually going out being in contact creating relationships with distributors but first you have to sell them on the product and get them to pick you right up. then if they pick you up there's a launch but then you have to start feeding all these little fires in all the areas because i'm sure braden can you know agree that you know you, you get they get beer thrown in their face every day yeah, and yeah tons of different flavors they're pushing you know 40 brands and 130 packages and where you can stand out and create a relationship with that salesperson in those areas, that's where your best bet to get your beer moving and spread out in a small town is you get a salesman behind you, you know, the distributors behind you, but getting a relationship with someone that is actually boots on the ground. They have their relationship with all their accounts. You're creating those relationships all together um, and just checking in and being in their face, you know, and, they, they love it when salespeople come through, you throw them a hat, you throw them a shirt. Yeah. Yeah. They, that, that works wonders. Like, yeah, Dude, half like, my okay. entire
0: for the last decade was just beer stuff.
1: Yeah. It still is half yeah. that, but yeah, it was just free Especially hats, free that's shirts. Especially all you can wear. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I
0: liked it when you guys started, I think you guys kind of started the the cycle of making nicer stuff. I liked when that started popping out because I'm like, dude, I'm so sick of the t-shirt. You get yeah, a nice yeah. button up or a vest. You're like, all right, hell yeah, I'll wear that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so so um, yeah, the distribution thing is, that's tough. It's it's tough, yeah. but once you get it and you can get it rolling, it works. But you know, but our theory is is you know we want to make sure we take care of our backyard first. Wasatch that's yeah. distributing, general distributing, bald eagle, who take care of us in the state, then I can focus a little more outside of the state.
0: So, so I talked to other breweries about this about this when trying to grow outside of the states is a little bit tough because mm-hmm. it's kind of because I mean you guys are so ingrained. In Utah, but special. Oh, we didn't even say they've got one in the airport too. We'll have to talk on that too. Oh, sorry. Side note, you guys are so ingrained in Utah, but especially in Ogden City, mm-hmm. right? And I've talked to other breweries where they've tried to venture out, and it's hard to get their brand to touch base in those communities. Have you ran into that challenge, or do you think yeah. Roosters is kind of fitting in nicely? Or? Um,
1: it's obviously yeah. With Utah's, it's been great for us, and it's you know the kind of the motto of distribution is you know the further you get away from home, the harder it is. Yeah. And that, which is very true because Southern Idaho, I do, it, it, it's doing really well for me. But as soon as I hit up into the mountain home Boise thing, you're getting all the Northwest yep. breweries coming down and we're in the middle. And huh. so That's it is, it's, it is very, I can imagine that it'd be it's tough, you know, yeah. you, the further way you get, you know, it's harder to manage is the logistics are harder, but you still have to service those areas. And yeah, like I go to Cheyenne next week for three days. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Is it but fun
2: being on the road? Or it do you like is. That part?
1: It is. It's fun. Um, it's when it's, you know, you try to juggle family and, yeah. um, you know, and I have a seven-year-old that's in gymnastics, and yeah. my wife's a has a career, and you know, and that and that's hard when I'm when I travel more than two times in two weeks. It, you know, gets tough at the home. routine. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's but. You, know, you just need a private in. jet. Just She gets it, yeah, yeah that can haul
0: beer. <laughs> ask for <right>. that.
1: <laughs> I don't need yeah. any more on
0: my plate, but I always think about calling you and be like, throw me on the road. I'll go, I'll go sell some beer for a week. Like, yeah. I know I know what you for like, I know that's why I said I don't <laughs>
1: need any more. Because I know he but can I drive miss a it truck. every now and again. Drive a truck and willing to go out? Yeah. Brayden, you're done. You're <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. Just send that's you to So I know,
2: Shane, you said that you guys do, well, you mentioned someone, you were giving somebody a tour this morning. So, this place looks awesome. I just came in through the back door and see the beer getting canned. All the action, man, it's crazy.
3: But it makes a lot of noise in the morning. Yeah. um, A lot of people like to watch it go, and we open up our morning uh, lunch service. Yeah, I was giving a tour to a gentleman who just um, was looking at the upstairs room. We have a big upstairs space we do for banquets and private events, and he's got 100 people coming in next month to do a uh, company retreat. And we love doing things like that. Um, That's awesome through uh, roosters and union grill we do a lot of catering we do a lot of weddings uh just all over the state we go far south of uh southern salt lake and up to logan and uh just our brand reaches that far just through the catering world alone
2: so Uh, so is is the tours open to public or do you guys mainly just keep it to organizations we we
3: do tours three or four times a week mostly people coming in being like what do you guys do back there? What's going on? Yeah. Like, come check it out. We'll give you the rundown. Yeah. Well,
2: the stack of beer is like. I know, dude. It's like Sky <laughs> high <back laughs> I'm, there. Like, I'm like, oh, holy crap.
3: I
0: can't think of the name. What are they called? The cylinders? I can't think of what they're. Fermenters. Silo? Yeah, the big old fermenters oh. back there are silos
1: humongous. That's, that's the silo. It's going to drop in right there. 50,000 pound silos. That's going to look
0: real wow. farmhouse that when that's in. Yeah. That's awesome.
3: Yeah, it's good. Yeah, a, people come in like, what are you putting out there? Oh, yeah, we're putting a drunk tank for the drunks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so Shane, you're general manager of this location, which for our listeners is the Rooster's B Street location. Yeah,
3: this is the bar and brewery.
0: Yeah, um, which has a totally the, different menu, right? Than no, the it, other. It, well, not t- totally but different, but pretty different than the other it's one, doesn't club it? Pub
3: grub, bar food, uh, quick items. Yeah. Um, best bar food you have in Ogden for sure,
0: dude. Your burgers. I used to go to Lucky Thirteen regularly because that was like my favorite burger in town. And then I started coming here. My wife and I come here all the time. Not to say anything bad about Lucky 13, <laughs> but it's not as far as the drive yeah, to yeah. have equal and or better oh, burgers no, here, you know? burger so over at
3: Lucky 13's. Yeah.
0: They got killer stuff, but you guys are competing for sure. Our burgers so. are
3: our most popular item for sure. Hell yeah. Uh, we do have a really good menu and people come here, it's kind of a niche place here in West Ogden. and when we first opened up, we thought this was going to be a sleepy little tap room in West Ogden, did not turn out that way.
0: I think uh, you guys got... exploded this side oh, of exploded, town. Yeah. I think you blew this whole side of town up. I think we're all yeah. in trouble over here now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's,
3: it's being developed The uh, Bar Across the Street. Ogden's Own Distillery opened up their little bar. It's yep. called Sidebar, and we kind of feed off each other and trying to get more foot cool traffic down here. Nice. Yeah.
2: So do you guys share menus with Union Grill, or is it, like, if someone came here and Union Grill, is it com- a completely different option? Our most
3: options? popular item on the menu is our enchiladas, and you can find that at all locations. All of them? As huh. well as a couple other little things. But for the most part, Union Grill does have a separate menu. I haven't okay. been to Union Grill in a minute, but I remember, I I just, remember being like a lot of sandwiches when I
1: went there. Burgers, sandwiches,
0: pastas.
3: Yeah, that's
2: right. I pasta. had like a pizza with pineapple and jalapenos, and I, I don't really like pineapple on pizza. But ever since then, i just ordered pineapple and jalapenos <laughs> on my pizza now. Oh, yeah. That was one of my favorite things, like vivid memory. Yeah. My, my wife ordered it as like an appetizer or something, and I basically just ate it as my dinner.
0: Dude, when I first experienced Brewsters, like, Brandon probably won't even remember this because he's probably seen a million groups come through, but I actually had my senior prom dinner there, and Brandon was the GM then, so (laughs) that was 2010. Oh, you're dating me. (laughs) (laughs) Swinging and dating. (laughs) Yeah, so he was the GM in 2010, and that's when I went in.
3: That's that's funny that um, I actually had my senior prom dinner there as well. Did you? Yeah. That's awesome. I wasn't working, right? That say was, no. That, say no. That, 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 say no. <laughs> that was two thousand six, so I'm not sure were you there?
0: He was there. Uh, I might have been Leighton, yeah.
3: I might have been I don't know, I'm not sure,
0: So <laughs> when we're talking on your guys' brewery world, has the brewery come home to this location? Or do you still do stuff in Ogden and stuff in Leighton? Because I know if you go to both restaurants you can see the breweries behind the bars and you can see the beer being made, yeah. which is a cool experience. That's
1: that's a really but, good that's a really good question. So all three are functioning full. Um, gotcha. we actually depend on the other breweries. Really? So, I mean, cause they have their own, you know, the beer they serve there, 80% of it is brewed there. Yeah. They get stuff from the big production out of B street, but, um, those have turned into, it's worked out great. The brewers in those locations, you know, the latent location is Matt Bishop. Um, well seasoned brewer used to brew for Wasatch squatters, brewed for Roja. Um, we were lucky to land him. Um, Hebrews in our latent location, um, Jackie King. um, She's, you know, self-taught, has just made it through and became an amazing brewery in Ogden and runs that. But those two have become our, I don't want to say pilot systems, because they brew a lot of beer. But the really good beers you'll find at B Street and us packaging and sending out are beers that they've created in their seven barrel systems. Gotcha. So if Jackie comes to me and says, hey, I have this idea of a beer... Like, I want to do, you know, winter blues hazy blueberry IPA. Yeah. And that's where Jackie's thing is. She comes up with the cool, hip, yeah, out of the box where people are like, really? Dude, I love that. And then they drink it and they do it. And so she will do that and I'll say, okay, she'll say, I'm going to brew a seven barrel system. Can you, are you going to be able to get rid of that? I'm like, sure. So I'll go to the, you know, the Slack Waters, the Angry Goat, the, you know, the Kraft Burger, go to those and reach out and say, hey, I got limited, limited thing how much do you want uh, we'll take a six barrel we'll take a half barrel see how it does yeah and then some of those beers like the high desert um hazy ipa which is now one of our top selling beers in the state was matt's matt out and brewed it mm-hmm. said what do you think we started doing it and it just took off so huh. we moved it to the big system and brett that's so. got to
0: be really nice because we, we, we were talking with carson over at utah mm-hmm. and we did a podcast with him and he was, we were saying like, how hard was it to try new stuff? Yeah. And he was like, I got to run a full yep. batch to yeah. try something new. So he always has to kind of do a lot of extra work. Yep. Where you guys can pump you out a know, tester, you have to know a smaller where store. it's
1: going to go. Yeah. I mean, it, it, and you know, Carson's probably thinking, okay, brew that batch. Yep. But where are we going to store it? Where are we going to put the package? And mm-hmm. who's going to sell it? And so with us, it works out. So if let's say Jackie's doing, okay, hey, I really want to try this. And she'll call it. She'll say this might be an in-house beer. That means she's going to sell it in Ogden, she's going to sell it at Layton, and we're going to push some in Union Grill, but then B Street will probably be the main force of we'll pull two half barrels a week yeah. to help get we're, through the batch. We're kind try. of
3: like the, the trial zone for these one-off kind of beers. Was, we had a clientele that they come in, they love our beer variety. We have right now 20, 20 different beers we're doing, wow. and a lot of them will never come back. Yeah, Our clientele would really like to try the new things we're doing.
2: Yeah, that's kind of like uh, when we did the coffee yesterday. He he had Szechuan peppercorn coffee, and I tried. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. But oh, it's, over it's, at
0: Wasatch Roasting. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's yep. cool because people, you know, if you have regulars that come in and come to just your location. But I was going to ask that too. Do you have people that just love a certain beer, and they like demand it in more places? And how how do you yeah, how, do, how you do you handle that? that demand?
1: Yeah. Um, I think this is probably a Shane, but I'll, I'll say something really quick. But I think Shane can definitely um, something that we do. You know that that's exactly what happens here. You know, yeah. we put a beer in here. The customers at B Street, no roosters. The the regulars, they come in and we put something in front of them, and Shane and his crew puts it in front. Of them, what do you think? You know, and they're all different type of drinkers. Yeah. So you know, and something that I I'll push it over to Shane to kind of talk about. But we don't a lot of times to keep it fun and new for. The customers here, Shane has a whole guest can
3: system of other beers, which I'm totally out of that, so I'm gonna yeah, yeah, finish yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we always keep five or six uh, guest brews from all around the nation, all the way from Maine to Oregon to <clears throat> Arizona to. Uh, we just had one from Miami, and so our distributors will find us things that you can't normally get at the grocery stores or the liquor stores, that you can pretty much only get here. And slack water because slack water cures everything. Yeah, yeah, they do a little everything. <laughs> um, yeah, and they keep it fresh. People come in just to try the new big dumb IPAs or <laughs> things like that. Dude, the IPAs, man. But dude, when
0: I was <laughs> a beer guy, <laughs> when I was a beer guy, that was the kick. It was like new juicy IPA, new juicy IPA, new hazy IPA, new hazy IPA. Like every day or week from another brewery, and you I think was it's like, dying, I can't. It it, no, it's not. It, I was, I was at the beginning of it. Now there are all kinds of crazy ones. And then what I'm noticing now, which I love, are the sours. Sours. I feel like sours are coming up everywhere
3: and I love them. Dude, those are my favorite. The, the so. sours are very popular this summer and we're still getting a lot of people like, what's sour right now? We're like, oh, nothing because it's uh, winter time. Yeah. But, yeah. We're try- I'm still trying to talk these guys into making our own sour. That's awesome. <laughs> so, like, this brewery, I mean,
0: you can do it at any location but this is the one that if you're a local, if you're a tourist, like, here's where you come in because you can try all of your stuff plus you're keeping guest products on. So you can try other states, other breweries, everything. So... That's pretty cool. I love the feeling here. Like, we eat here all the time. Yeah. Even if we're not coming to drink, we'll come in and just eat. And I yeah, love and, the feeling. And a lot of people
3: fun. do. We were, we're very much a really popular lunch spot for a lot of people, too. Our lunches are just popular as uh, dinners. You'll be surprised how many come in for a, um, a lunch beer. But, you, you know, that's <laughs> their prerogative. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. We just Get did the middle uh, of the day. At Utah. We did it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, a lot of people stay here for a couple of hours. And be like, Yeah, we're not going back to work. Great. Stay here and have fun. <laughs> so
0: let's talk the airport. Which one of you two can fill me on oh, yeah. How was that experience getting out there?
1: Yeah, both of us kind of beautiful new airport. Open I, that place I've, I've already bit. been to that place
0: too. I had breakfast there, dude. It was fantastic. The beer with my breakfast was right. great. It was awesome. So
1: yeah, that's a that's um, that kind of was an opportunity that came kind of surprised us. Yeah, um, I won't go into depth, but it it kind of landed in our laps, and we had a quick chance at it. There was actually supposed to be another restaurant there that wasn't wasn't working out, and Kim has some really big connections with the airport, just because she's part of the S S P, which is Salt Lake International Airport, yeah. and that's goes way back. But they, it surprised her too, because she works for S S P, you know. And also, Kim's the owner of Roosters, yeah. Kim and Pete. And they came to her and said, "Hey, we want a Roosters," and she's like, "Whoa, wait, what happened to what? You know, like, it's yeah. not working out, but we like your, we like your brand, we like your product. What do so you?" So they approached you. Yeah, that's so they awesome. approached us, that's and cool. it. Um, it, it's, it was a no-brainer. I mean, it's, you know, they're still dealing with the staffing problem like, you know, everybody else, which yeah. you feel for people. Like, oh, we went to Roosters in the airport, and it was closed on yeah. Saturday. It's just, we're just trying to get enough staff to stay open. But it's a huge thing for us for being as a community because not just Roosters but for Ogden because there was nothing in the airport from yeah. Ogden. I was going to say, yeah. what kind of representation? You know what I mean? That was, that was the biggest part. That's We were more excited about, I mean, yeah, we're excited to have our Roosters in there, but it's cool. People come walk through and like, oh, Ogden, you know? Yeah. And that was and that and that was fun but I mean Pete you know the owner like I tell everybody the hardest working man I know he's he's cooking in the airport 2 to 3 days a week dang just to make sure he's going. not making any money out, wow. you know I mean he, he is I mean right. he's part of it but for him it's more important for a good product to go out yeah and for the kitchen staff to not get swamped and you know I mean yep. he's part of it he's in yes. the trenches and but it's great it's it's going well um, we're excited for you know some the staffing thing to kind of clean up because that just opens up the door for to, those other two days a week to be open and
0: right and i love and i talking back on the representing representing ogden because i love this whole damn state but i love and i love salt lake but salt lake is very is overly there's uinta mm-hmm. wasatch brewery right, right. or what yeah wasatch beers and to have you guys there because like when i'm always trying to pitch ogden a lot of people don't have any clue and i'm like dude right. It's a, it's a hidden gem. Don't move here because we're running out of room. No, maybe <laughs> move here. I don't know. But come visit. You know, Do some tourism stuff. No, move but, here because I can yeah, sell move here. House. Yeah, exactly. Move here for Jordan to sell some houses, right? But, yeah, I, I think that's awesome. That's such a good way for you guys to pitch. Like, come check out our brewery. Come up to Ogden. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a ski town. There's other entertainment that's popping up like crazy. Breweries are popping up. Yep. So I love it.
2: Well, who who we were talking about the gondola with somebody? I think if that ever gets put that in,
0: gondola dream of here to Snow Basin to snow one day. Basin? Yeah, that's here to yeah. There's that. That's there's a big that dream.
1: dream. And then there's another one that Nordic wants coming over the backside of that. And yeah, that would be <laughs> that would be huge. I'm not, I'm not definitely, I'm not holding my breath involved either either way. But I mean, because I know there's there's pros and cons. But yeah. I mean, I think just with the way Ogden Valley is exploding and the way that Ogden is growing, and I mean. The more and more we can accommodate tourists to get yeah. to where they want to go yep. comfortably, I mean that's it's a good way to go. I mean it's it's not. I feel like I feel like the transit systems in Ogden and the yeah. the, the front runner and all that is all helping. And you know with this, I mean with a possible you know Winter Olympics in 3030 or 3034 yeah. here again, That'd I mean they're gonna try to. We already have the infrastructure, but. We know how to. We know what happened and how it worked and how it didn't. So yep. we could be even that much more to make. And then, I mean, Snow Basin, a club med, yeah, three hundred and sixty five rooms. Yeah, yeah. Be, I mean, <laughs> yeah, this is gonna Snow Basin, no matter. What you think? Now. Snow Basin yeah. roads packed now on a powder day?
2: Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> why I was telling people. There's a guy up in Eden that wants to sell his house. He's like, this is. Park City, just nobody knows about it, and I, I kind of feel like all these tech companies are coming this way. Yeah, they're running yeah. out of room down there. Yeah, gotta come this way. But I feel like Eden and yeah. you know Powder Mountain, Snow and Nordic,
3: it's just they've it,
0: been fighting it for the longest time. to yeah. not let it turn. I don't think they have a choice well, anymore. I read an
3: no, interesting it, yeah. article the other day, and it said um, by uh, 2040 you are supposed to grow 60. percent.
2: I believe it's it.
3: insane. Yeah. That, is a lot that worries of me. I could go off on that one. That worries me about water
0: so much. So it like, goes just... through my head all day, every day. Like, where will the water come from in that situation? Because yeah. we've what ten days with no snow now. Like, yeah, nothing, man. Yeah, hey, supposed to snow tomorrow. Fingers oh. crossed. Fingers crossed. Pray yeah. for snow, everybody. Yeah. We
2: so we just sold our house in Syracuse. I sold it to an investor because he just offered me cash and I didn't have yeah. to do anything. So on the MLS, it was up again. They just it just went under contract. So we bought our house for three seventy five. Mm-hmm. This, I told my grandpa because he was in commercial real estate. I'm like, "Is this? Have you ever seen this?" And he said, "No." But anyways, so it just went under contract for 560,000. And you just barely sold it, right? And we were only there for it? one year. And you sold it so three months ago. Basically, in one year, it's gone up 200 grand. Yeah, that's crazy. And it just blows my it's mind. It's a crazy
0: world we're living in now.
2: Well, and I think Utah has such a strong economy. You know, a lot of people I talk to are scared there's going to be another crash. And it's like, look, yeah. the last crash from 2008 was so long ago. The likelihood of it happening, I mean, it could.
3: Yeah, yeah. I don't believe it'll crash like that. I think it'll either. plateau and level off. That's how I think,
0: too. I it'll think we'll see a mellow out. So Yeah,
1: it's, it's definitely, I mean, like like you said, the valley, I'm, that's what I've been dealing with water Valley for the last yeah. three months. My wife and I just bought a lot up in the Valley and That's there's awesome, a, there's a moratorium. Yeah. Thank you. But yeah. the moratorium, I can't get a will serve letter, which is actually smart from the water companies. They're saying, Hey, we're not going to issue any more building yeah. permits, you know, yeah. your will serve letter, unless we get water because we need to take care of the people that already have houses, which yeah. I was like, Perfect. right. But I could be sitting on this lot for a year for a or two, while. but it's, it is up there in the Valley. It's, it, it's because, it's the hidden gem that is no longer the hidden gem. Yeah, you know, right. I pulled yeah. into Valley Market the other day, and I was like, there's like $3 million worth of Range Rovers <laughs> and BMWs here. I'm like, wow. Well, then,
0: now it's like Morgan's next on the docket. I heard yeah. they want a ski yep. resort there. I'm like, dude, now if you want to buy somewhere, buy Morgan, because that's the next yep. one. That's Ten years the next from now. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's insane. So I think... We should touch on the history of roosters because in my head, and I'm, I don't think they are, but in my head, they're the OGs. They've been in Ogden forever. I don't. I've, I've heard rumors there was one before them that went out in the '80s or something, but I don't even know if that's true.
1: No, there's the, like that,
0: oh, So the Ogden River Brewery. He he was gonna take a name that was or a spot or something. I thought back in the tight that was from like another brewery, but I can't remember. Well, so I there's don't know something going was, on with. Yeah, yeah I mean. They ended up with their name, but I thought they were gonna like take on an ambiance of a previous brewery that I heard was in the '80s. But I didn't get any facts on that.
1: So well, that could be all BS, everybody. No, so, that's you, funny. You said that. Yeah. I think if you look in the paper, Standard last week, that that actually reaches out on that. Does um, it? Yeah. Like I, I, wish you know, I'm I wish Ogden River the best. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, a, there's an old brewery that they used the name, and that's there's, li- yeah. That's there's a what little say. some controversy. The family, didn't like from it. what I hear, didn't get permission from. Mm-hmm. Ogden River didn't get permission, but it's unfortunate for them. But you so don't want to see anybody go through that. Yeah. But um, so we're safe to say that Roosters is OG for at least Ogden, right? And well, there was brewer, oh, the there state. was breweries back. Right. There, there's been breweries in Ogden. Ebenezer's. There was Ebenezer's, but the first one was Becker's. Yeah. Becker's. That's Becker's the name I is that's for. Yep. they. That was. They're I the that. OG, and that yeah. was like that was a long time yeah. ago. Um, but um, are they still around? I no, don't know I no, no. There is family that live descendants, but the okay. brewery itself is not. Yeah. That's why I said, as far as I can think yeah, back, Roosters runs the show, man. Was, been
0: here forever, so
1: yeah, it was you know '95, um, and uh, like I said, well, if you back up, Kim and Pete had they opened up Union Grill, I think it's 30 years ago. So Union Grill was first. Union Grill was first. It was yep, with Kim's by family, three or right? four years. Yep, okay. and that was with Kim's mom and stepdad. They That's were partners, right. and um, you know, Kim and Pete were. They also started in the in the food industry. I think Pete was a chef at Market Street Grill. Kim was a waitress. And they were going to the U. That's how they met. Nice. And then um, they opened up Union Grill about 30 years ago. And then they had some partners, the Imlay's, um in Ogden. Judy and Jim owned the building that 25th Street's in. And it was an um, antique store. And which Judy loved roosters. Yeah. So that can you tell how that kind of more yeah. And they also own ogden art metal oh okay so jim and judy emily and pete and kim went into business and then after a few years judy and jim were like you know what we're gonna retire let's you know so kim and pete bought them out nice um and then shortly after that the layton roosters opened um and then that came up um started doing really well and then um
3: layton's our highest grossing store now Late really? Yeah. It's because
0: Dave. Dude, I feel is like it, Davis County is underserved when it comes to it, it, breweries so and beers, if, man. Especially man. You want to
3: base right there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if I mean, you want to go out serves, you guys and not it. go to a chain restaurant. Yep. You're going to Rooster because there's nothing yeah, else. Yeah. Everything else, in Davis County, for yeah, probably ninety percent big chains, right? Yeah. yeah. And the Ogden location kind of was the uh, catalyst for the revitalization of uh, Twenty Fifth Street. Oh yeah, I good. So when that opened up, there is nothing on there. Yeah. And, but that opened and it gave other um, people the, you know, the want to open up next to Rooster. And when play. I think we can make money here on this street. Yeah. When I
0: think 25th and like the little bit of history that I know of it, and like what brought it back to life, I think Roosters first, right? Always. I'm like, dude, they landed there first. Restaurant brewery, fantastic. And then second place, I run in at Alleged. I'm like, when Alleged kind of cracked off the bar scene a little bit more. Yep. Between the two, I think that all of a sudden that street just kind of lit up with investment and people moving in and opening and doing more. And, yeah. Yeah. So.
3: But that was a pretty big gap between those two brewer, uh, bars. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Now there's not an empty store on the. it couldn't um, find one. street. And yeah. It's kind of like uh, the, it, it's nowadays it has the um the vibes of like the Park City Main Streets. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Just nothing but little boutiques and bars and yep. breweries, of course.
2: <laughs> well, you had an employee. We've always, I've said this before, but she was from somewhere back east. Um, but I said, "What you, like, I'm trying to remember, when you, you come to Ogden, about. like, what do you think of, I'll remember her name, what do you think of when you come here? And she's like, I just think it's a cool ski town. Yeah. yeah. And I guess when you're here, you snowboard and ski and, I don't know. You see it movies so and like think of ski towns. so much, like, fantastic history, man, that, like, yeah. nobody knows. The
0: underground uh, bootlegging. Yeah the biker gangs that were here for a while and then all of it it's crazy. well someone
2: said you know 25th street Browning's was the lax back in the day for the yeah. train station yeah. and, and so my wife's from california i'm like this is like a really historic street yeah, and yeah.
1: it was a scary street yeah I and mean, it was gambling had, and there was was it what do they say? Al Capone is... Yeah. He walked on the street. Yeah. They made it like a block, and his bodyguards were like, turn around. We're yeah. out of here. Yeah. Like, we're getting out of here. He said here. it was
0: scarier than New York. Yeah. one. And time. then they had... Like, and then, Al Capone said that. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> and then
1: Ogden High School cheerleaders somehow won something or did something where they got to meet Elvis, and they pulled up on the train. They wouldn't let Elvis off the train. The cheerleaders had to get on and say hi and everything, and then they got Dude, off. Dude, I've he never left. heard that story. Because he was the crazy. They you wouldn't let him nervous off. Yeah. or what? Well, it's it just so scary. scary the, scary the well, town. What was, was going
2: on in the town? And yeah. Yeah. it'd be yeah. really interesting to go to be able to go back. There's and some to see really it.
1: cool history, yeah. especially those old buildings too. Of what you know, I mean, even the Roosters Ogden was.
2: Well, you hear I've heard there's tunnels that connect everything that was underground. Lot,
1: there were. There's not a ton anymore, yeah. but they yeah you can. There's remnants of where they were and how they went. And I mean, brothels on one side of the street. You know all the underneath and yeah it was a lot of history there and it's and it definitely (laughs) some scary stuff yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. and i think that's
0: honestly i hope i don't say the wrong thing but i feel like that's kind of how this side of the bridge was for the last decade it's funny you said that because that's (laughs) how that's what kim said kim and pete
1: they're like i mean take take a leap of faith on 25th street and hope people come and yeah we built b street going ah you know and that was the thing when we built it we were like pete's first thing was like you know i'm do a little tap room some snack food you know Yep. Because in Utah, you know, all you ever care about with our restaurants, you hate telling people they have to eat to drink.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
1: mm-hmm. with a bar license, you don't have to. But in restaurants, I spent my whole career in Layton and Ogden going, yeah. sorry, you have to order something. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Like that's Celery. celery. And people and come, and people come from other states, and that's, like, like the biggest the? thing to where. We even made T-shirts. You yeah. have to eat to drink. Thanks, Utah. Oh, that's you good. know, or something like that. Like yeah. just it, it, and so coming out here, Pete was like, oh, it's going to be great. People are going to come in here and get a beer, get a glass of wine. We also have full cocktails, you know, and everything. And week three, Pete was like, this is not how I planned it. 96% of the people that came into B Street, Were we eating? finally get a bar. We finally get a just serve beer and alcohol. And all they want to they do is eat. Food. They want food. And Pete was like, <laughs> I just went from, it out of the I went, the I went staffing yeah. two kitchen staff a day or three kitchen staff for a day to like
3: nine kitchen staff a day right isn't it Holy nine cow. weekends there's like 10
1: or something and no
3: well, we we still kind of run with a little bit of a skeleton crew here because we do have a quick menu yeah uh, it is bar food so we usually run with uh and two, they're quick about it dude yeah it gets out
0: way fast sorry i don't want to cut you
3: off no no, no worries are good but uh we very much have our, our veteran crew back there of uh cooks but we run from two to four people depending and three bartenders all the time and it very much runs like a bar nowadays if you need something right away go to order from the bar there's cocktail which is just is wandering around and
2: so are you guys hiring right now?
3: We're always hiring. Oh, yeah. I think that's a standing <laughs> well, sign on every, yeah, yeah. everybody's place, too. Well,
2: I just thought if someone's listening to this, they, you know, yeah. they hear you guys. You have a passion for this, beer. This is a yeah. cool place to yeah. go work. It'd be a good yeah. opportunity. Yeah. We could even just put on the on our podcast episode, <laughs> Now
1: Hiring. Now Hiring. <laughs> went well, I mean, and the one thing, too, is where, which is a, which is a, a really good goldmine for you know, servers that want to put the hours in and work our airport location? mm I mean that is I, so you can make some money because really? you probably have to pay much more hourly too, right? To get well, them to go out they there? it's it's more hourly, but I mean you're getting you know Jordan, you go into the airport, you have 45 minutes, you're going to drink two oh, beers, yeah. eat a sandwich, and you're gone. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. And it, there's no there's no slow times. You know there's there's dead times in restaurants. Those servers learn the flight schedule, so they know what planes are coming in and when they're coming. And it is the second it turns on, you know some of them are there. 6 a.m. for breakfast or you know i think we open up at 9 for breakfast right now but it is full throttle until you know that's awesome the, it, until it's not but that's the thing where but it is it's a commute down there you got to get into the airport and, you know we get you badged and everything but these servers are they're doing well they're well, doing very well the ones yeah, well, that show it, up
3: people show up and they're in vacation mode when they get to. The yeah airport. they're like oh, yeah, 6 a.m same, right. Right. <laughs> i want a beer yeah that's awesome <laughs> yeah dude oil so,
1: on the company's dime i've got a pre diem and i'm gonna Order some
2: good food and I'll pay for my own beer. I that. want to hit on the airport a little more because I remember doing some high school dance out there and there was a restaurant and we went and ate. You can kind of see the whole airport and the mountains with the glass. Are you guys in that location and and what else is there?
3: Right when you walk into the terminal, you're, we are right there. You, yeah. yeah, we or Delta or is it just any? I can't. Any, I don't the know how think. The new it's airport. airport. The new airport. Yeah. Have you been in there yet? Yeah, and I and I'm, I fly
0: on Delta, and it's always just right there in the right, right in the front. Security. Yeah, I go right to security, yeah. hard right, and you're right. I can see you yeah, exactly. Yep. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. right after security, H- and your guys yeah. is went Yeah, okay, I can. Answer, I'll only answer that question. So what, what else is awesome.
2: what else is there? Like food? Is there a bunch of competition or is it just you? There is.
3: There's Market Street right across the, the way, and then there's a little food court on um, Kitty Corner to it, which is like Panda Express and like quick items. Okay. And there's also Wasatch and Uinta in the airport as well, but they're further down the line. So, right when you walk Gosh, in, you see us. It's you. So, we're in a pretty good location there. That's awesome. But huh. we um, work hand in hand with the other breweries as well. Um, the airport's kind of weird. and You can only get food deliveries twice a week. So, if you run out of something, you run out of something. It's not like we can just go get something at right. the regular uh, restaurant. So, right. there's some hurdles on um, getting product, but for the most part, it's working.
2: So, like, if me and Braden wanted to go eat lunch there today just to check it out, you have to be flying no, you got to be, eat there. Gotta be flying. Yeah, you got to go through security
3: and everything. Yeah. But like I said, when people get to the airport, they're in vacation mode. And yeah. Money doesn't have the same value when you're on vacation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. It goes quick. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'll no, do that. We're on, we'll on vacation. Yeah. Let's so, have fun. Yeah, so if, about if, that. if you, if you want to work at the airport, it's a good job, and you make a good amount of money. It's, I, think, I, I recommend it to those servers out there that are looking for work. I'm thinking my
2: brother. Well, I just think
0: I think my little bit of experience with social acts and hiring folks. Yeah, like those dead times are rough, and you'll see people think about quitting when it's slow. Yeah, you know what I mean. But when it's slammed, they'll like they may hate it when it's slammed. They but they're great at hiding it, and they get done, and the tips come out. Or they love it, and the tips come out, and they're like, "Dude, we killed it." That was worth it. That's so much easier than a four-hour dead shift where I can do a four-hour and make a killing, and it's busy, and everybody's having fun. Plus, they're getting stories from everywhere. Yeah, you know where you guys in from, and then opens up conversation yeah. and makes it more personable for them
3: we see that here a lot at the tap room too because we're uh you know right off the slopes here and yeah we get a lot of people from out of state and everybody wants to just talk about the brewery go for a tour and share their stories about where they're from because the beer lovers they love to share their experiences with beer as well so they'll come yeah. in and be like oh we have this brewery in town you gotta try it and more times than not a lot of people Driving through, be like, I got a beer in my car, I'll bring it out to you. And <laughs> dude, that's right, so and I'll that's have awesome. one beer that I'll never have again because it came from <laughs> some little brewery in yep. some state I'll never been and never go to. That's, that's right? really cool, that's awesome. So, you're, so, your
0: staff that you have here, when you guys obviously I know you guys have the passion, Does most of your staff have the passion for beer. Is that something that you kind of make a requirement, make sure that, that they love it and that they're able to tell people
3: all about it? Or, well, even if they're not when they are hired, they definitely become that way.
0: Yeah, that's how axe throwing is for us, dude. Like, it's like, I've never done anything like this, and I'm like. Come on board, we'll show you, and then all of a sudden
3: they're like, okay. this is the best thing ever. So yeah oh, definitely. yeah. So I, I don't think we have a single person here that doesn't drink beer. Gotcha. We have a few people that can't anymore because like celiac and whatnot. But we have we make three or four different seltzers all the time. Yeah. We got into that market last year, and that's definitely we still as a brewery, at our store. you gotta get into seltzer game because yeah. it's so popular nowadays.
0: We sell your newest seltzer at our store. I haven't tried it yet. Everyone keeps telling me to, but I haven't picked it up yet. But I tried all the other beers we have. We can get you some. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep us on our time constraint because I know you.
0: No, I got. I'm good. I'm good. For let, that. Yeah, we got. Time. Oh, okay. I to ask, okay. I had one more. Okay, I had one more kind of big question. I think that we can kind of come to an end. Yeah. With. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, Brandon, you're 23 years. Correct. And yeah. Shane, you're 13. Yep. All right. What is it about roosters and this brewery that has kept you guys here so long? And like, what do you love? What's What do Pete and Kim do to take care of you guys and make you guys such loyal, awesome employees and part of their family and part of their business and everything? because that's something that i call brandon all the time i don't call anybody else and i was like dude you love your job why do you love your job help me <laughs> yeah. help me make that for my staff <laughs> yeah, that's rare <laughs> I, I think you
3: just answered our question for us you said you, what makes it part of the family part of the business it's just that they make it part of the family you you work here and they really make you feel like you have a belong. stake in the business and you take pride in that
1: that's awesome that's awesome yeah i, I agree completely with shane it's um I mean,
2: I, what, I, what what creates that though? Cuz yeah, you hear people that are always like, oh, it's family run, family owned and like right. I think some people use it to bring people in, but right. but for you guys to truly say that it does feel like family, why? I, I think
1: is it's family owned and it's family run, but is that family there? Yeah. Do you yeah. see that family member yeah. every day? Pete is the same person to the dishwasher that works Friday night from 8 to or you know 5 to 9 p.m. as he is to me that's worked here 23 years, you know, they're out there and can't get their car started at night. And Pete's out there with jumper cables going, Oh, no, no, you know, I'll go, I'll go get some gas or, you know, I mean, it's, it's, you don't, it's a very caring environment. You know, it's a very, you know, if you do your job and you show up and you're willing to step up, like you learn very quickly from watching those two that, yeah. And I say this to people, I used to say it in Ogden all the time. I'd say, you'll, you will never, you might someday work for someone that works harder for what they have, but, they they're so involved and they will never ask you to do something that they've probably done twenty times in the last three months. You know what I mean? Like, Pete walks by. Hey, can someone take out that garbage? You know. The next day you're walking through and Pete's dragging a garbage. Yep. You know, like hey, you know, and it's it's not the it's a very an example sort of thing. How are you know yeah. they they respect you to a point where yeah, like I think that's lost in today's
2: really, business though. Like yeah, I see it all the time. Right. You see business people that. Strain relationships, whether it's marriage, workers, yeah. co workers, because they're chasing success or the dream so mm-hmm. much and delegating, and then they become stressed or, or yeah. greedy or whatever. Yeah. And so, I think it's, I don't know, hearing it from you guys is yeah. another thing from just hearing it the owner, oh, we're family owned, family business, you yeah. know? Yeah. So and
1: with that, I mean, and in, in, I, I haven't talked about him yet, but there is a partner here at B Street, Dan McEntee, who has been partners with Pete and Kim in many. Areas, you know, he owns the Angry Goat with Nate Harbertson and a couple other friends. And Dan's Ogden, you know, he was he owned the building that Slackwater was in. He owned, you know, he owns the Wonder Bread building. Like he he owns a lot of properties that he's Ogden. You know, he lives out of state now, but he's partners with Pete here. But he's the same way. Like Dan's the sort of guy that he'd give you the shirt off his back just to make sure that you know you're making it and getting by. You know, but they're very. And that, and I think, like I'm sure Shane speaks the same. That you, you you work for someone like that that is leading by example and, you know, respectful for you. You wanna, you, it makes you wanna work harder for them. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're like, man, you're doing that. Like, Kim's out picking up cigarette butts in the front of Ogden. You know, Roosters, her biggest pet peeve. She's like, oh gosh, geez, <laughs> bare hands. I'm like, Kim, no, no. I'll bring you some gloves. Get some gloves. No, <laughs> I got it. Just, just get someone out here to help me. She's picking up cigarette butts. I mean. You know, and that's her care for the, the, the
2: street and the community and, you know. I so. think it's little things, because I coach basketball. Yeah. And it's the same thing. Like, we've been struggling. And so sometimes how do you get your employees or how do you get people to follow you? And sometimes, just by example, like, I'm like, I'm just going to wear my shoes and run with them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if any team has to run today, I'm going to run. And for whatever reason, it kind of switched our mindset. I don't know. And we had our best game. And I don't think it's just that, but I think that when you're struggling, it's it's like you say, get
3: get in, and do the dirty work with your workers. I think just workers. giving your employees uh, kind of free reign of how they handle their job a little bit as well too. If somebody wants yeah. to do a drink special, that they have this idea, yeah, go for yeah. it. If somebody has an like, the idea they think might be good, like yeah, let's try it out. Just creating that family atmosphere with like, hey, your voice matters, yeah, and we want your ideas on the table and. There's no bad ideas, and we'll see what works. We'll see what doesn't. And that's
0: kind of that's how I've kind of swapped over the last probably two years with my my management of how I run things and how I, you know, talk with my team and whatnot. Because I was always calling Brandon like, dude, you've been there forever. You love it. You're like the prime (laughs) example of like how can how can you help me so I can make sure my team wants to be Be on board with us and be there too. And it's kind of what you just said, Shane. Like giving a lot of freedom and letting them and, and trusting them and knowing they're going to do a great job and it has that has done wonders for us yeah. and like giving them the freedom to do so and sales have gone better staffing has been easier it's all been kind of a turnaround since that so
2: well i appreciate you guys taking the time to sit down with us i think i've taken something from it i think yeah. me and Braden probably benefit from this podcast more than anybody yeah. because we get a we get to build relationships and learn but um, if there's anything that you guys want to get out there, any last words or somewhere that people could follow you on social media, get in contact with you. Sure. Uh, you do. want to share that with us?
3: I'll start real quick. And, and thanks again, guys, for letting us do this. We, yeah. uh, it's fun to reflect yeah. on this because we, we do the job day to day, but we don't And I feel like there's so about about
2: much more we can talk about. Well, oh, no, so this is it, definitely
3: a two-episode. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. We'll have we'd to we'd to have to come back. back. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come back and talk more about other things. But as far as... um. Social media, we're all over social media, Facebook, Instagram, it's Google. Now TikTok. Now TikTok, yeah. (laughs) We we have a social media lady who comes in almost every day and just does little, I don't do social media, what do they call them, reels, I guess? Yeah, Yeah. reels, TikToks. (laughs) TikToks. TikToks and just does a lot of things. And we just started doing bar trivia on Tuesday nights from seven to eight. (laughs) Nice. Uh, No, seven and eight, eight, so seven to nine. (laughs) Nice. It's really fun. We started that last week, and it was a blast. So cool. come in on Tuesdays and hang out with us then.
2: Cool. Cool. So Because I've got right now pulled up on Instagram, Union Grill Ogden, and then Rooster Brewing Company. Did you guys say you have another one? What we have. I, diff- I think
0: there's one for this. There's Rooster's
1: too. B Street. B Street.
0: They're
2: B
1: Street Roosters, and that one. Kind of more events for here. Yeah. Rachel will post um, stuff for this, but then she'll also do – Company umbrella like Roosters yeah. Brewing, like a beer's coming out. We want everybody to know on our follow. The followers here, trivia. Um, you know, we like to throw some. Um, you know, when the patios are open, which is a big hit in the summer. You know, we'll do a lot of stuff there and things and. Uh,
2: so. Do a quick story while we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just distracted me, man. Sorry, my yeah. bad. My bad. Oh, I was gonna food? say. So TikTok. Yeah. I'm trying to learn TikTok for real estate right. and. It, it's maddening with all the new social media yeah. stuff that comes up. Yeah. Um, what is your TikTok? So and
1: that's a really good question. I'll, I'll kind of
2: give you a little background on our TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I just want to be able to put everything in a I'm link not too. But sure, can I can grab probably
1: can grab it after re, Yeah, we can get. I can get Rachel to. What's you guys ever want a tutorial? We kind of. Rachel fell in our lap. Yeah. literally, she is. She's actually a TikTok famous nail girl that moved here from oh, California, nice. and she loves roosters. And they moved in across the street from me. And she just started going, hey, who does your social media? Hey, who does, you know, if you do reels and all, I'm like, hey, you do some stuff for a couple weeks let me know how it goes. Yeah. I want to, we're looking for someone to kind of, that's passionate and doing it. But anyways, so Rachel Montoya is the one that's taken over our social media. And the TikTok thing is, that's all to her. And she's just she killing doing it. what she's doing. And, and everybody's like, man, your social media is exploding. That's I'm like, awesome. I <laughs> I'm like, it's that's her,
2: awesome. but it's, so you yeah. just basically say do what what you want. It's not I like mean, hey she, let's do funny or let's do educational. She'll, or, she'll
1: hit me up and or Jackie also. Jackie's very good at social media, so Jackie's also been involved. And Julie, our you know our kind of Julie's the CFO of the company, um, and she does a lot of social too. So they kind of bounce ideas off each other. And then okay. once you know Rachel will say hey can I do this? Like just a funny thing. Like Utah, her being from California, she called me the other day and goes hey I want to do a TikTok with like. A tap handle, like when someone's coming in to buy a keg, and I was like, "They can't do that in Utah." She's like, "What?" I'm like, I'm "Sorry." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Okay, maybe I need to go over the laws with you." And I'm like, yeah, "We probably <laughs> yeah. should." But, anyways, so yeah, the social media thing is 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 big for us right now. We're trying to get out there. It's just it, everybody's walking around with a little hand computer. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and they bounce between it's just an extension social, of themselves, and it's. Yeah. So, anyways, that's that's the back story on our social. But um, I'll get you the TikTok on there so you guys can put on there. But okay, cool. She made me sign up. Nice. I was like, I'm not doing TikTok. She's like, Yeah, you are. I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so you are. we're friends. They, her and her husband come over and have beers at my house, and she got on my TikTok and was doing funny stuff, and it's
2: <laughs> just like, <laughs> I don't got time I don't for this. Have, yeah, <laughs> I, I love
1: what you're doing, but I definitely am not on. There. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. Awesome.
2: Well, All right. well, another good one. Come good back podcast. next week. Ah, yeah. hey, you and, uh, let us know
1: whenever, yeah. you, whenever you guys want to come back. I mean, even if you have someone and you want somewhere to go, I mean, we love this stuff. I mean, it's... Yeah. 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 We have yeah. actually a lot of people that come in and do podcasts. Can we do a podcast over here in the corner? We're like, Dude, sure. If you're <laughs> you know? okay with that, we
0: could use that a lot. Yeah. yeah. We love that. No, you can, yeah. yeah. Get lunch. Yeah, get some lunch. Get some audio of us eating yep. it, right? Like an old Carl's Jr. commercial. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but actually, throwing, I do have to talk into Braden. Uh, we talked about a little earlier my... Uh, my my sales crew that came in from wyoming i took them all over to social axe, and they're from wyoming yeah I mean, that's kind of like game on for
2: everything right like yeah.
1: they literally sat there before they're picking up their axes with their beer in their hand and they're getting ready to set it down and they're like okay this isn't a joke right like i can throw this axe and i can come back and pick up this beer yeah. and we're like yes and he's like and i get this many punches and he's like yes <laughs> yes yeah. God, I love this place. <laughs> like, all right. They still no, talk about no, yeah. it, dude. They still. we got to oh, have a little bit of time. Let's do a TikTok oh with them. Let's get we them back should. and do a No, favorite. Rachel Wyoming would TikTok. come over there and do it. Yeah. yeah. Bring back our distributors. Do good and stuff. Those guys love it. I think
2: we should pull a prank like, a, what was that, Ashton Kutcher uh, punked? Yeah. Do something well, we like, like that. To yeah. Like, hey, you can't,
1: you can't do that. You here. can't have that beer. What are, yeah. doing? What are you doing? And Braden acting all scared, running away. I love
2: it.
3: All right. Okay, good time. We'll yeah. see you guys Thanks, next everybody. episode. Yeah, appreciate thank it. you. Thank appreciate you guys, it. Appreciate you.